Let's see football for No, we've gone red. Well, it's... So we're on, really. Okay. No, he's stopping us now. Mm-hmm. That's it. Straight diving straight in. We're diving straight in. I mean, we're all here early. Welcome, Chris. Hello. Lovely to have you after so much time. Chris, or Billy's Back Healers. Yes. Monday Night Football top scorer this week. I mean, any excuse is looking to get him on. Because Chris is our only listener. You listen to all I think I'm on the end. I think I have listened to them all the way through to the end. I've maybe even rewind once or twice to kind of get to because I missed a real, a real pearl. Check that. I went. I mean, and the fact I an intellectual. Did you a professor? Well, I'm also. I am a professor. I think yes. that's that's the trouble, yes. Steve. Our target market is professors, intellectuals, and the trouble is that's not who we're attracting. And then we'll have to. Well, you might be. You there. don't know. Have you done a detailed audience survey of all your many? Listeners around. Yeah, I have. Are they idiots? <laughs> or every single one I've spoken to. So good. To, thanks for coming. First of all, pleasure. Steve, thanks for coming. Back again. Here we are, back again. We've gone back outside. It was very nice, warm, and quiet upstairs at this gypsy. But we felt it wasn't us, was it? I think they need to be in the cold. Like obviously, you struggled with the stairs, didn't you, Steve? Plus, I'm at that age. <laughs> Your knees weren't up to the stairs. My yeah. brain wasn't up to the sliding door to get up there in the first place. I just feel like there's a kind of sitting in the stands feel. Yeah. Terraces. Yes. We're in yeah. the terraces. We're in the stand, standing for me at Chelsea, and this is not dissimilar. A lot of corrugated iron, and hopefully our fox will run over the top of us and we'll be home. We'll yeah. be home. And there is a there is an empty seat. Interesting, that isn't it? Yeah. Because we all arranged to come here half an hour early, didn't we? Yes, yeah, especially. You, you might not have known this, Chris, but you did um, accommodate it. That was because Harry said, "Can we come all a bit an hour, half an hour earlier for his rehearsal?" And at five past four, so five minutes late, he said, "Can we go back to the normal time?" Because he wasn't having a rehearsal anymore. We should stress it's a rehearsal for his band, not a rehearsal for the podcast. A rehearsal for his life. I don't think many listeners are feeling that there's rehearsals <laughs> for our podcast. Well, yeah, where is the, where is the kind of talking point list? And the, some people come with notes. Did, didn't Eshu and... Um, Eshu came Eshu. with notes. Yes. Let's say some people. Eshu well, came with yes. notes. And, that was, and I used that. Actually, for my no. fancy team. I used Eshu's notes. Things like, um, you know, look at the fixtures. Da, 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 um, Enjoy it. That was the other one I tried, yeah. I tried to do. Eshu um, came with, actually, to be fair, Chen came with notes. Well, no, he just came with a picture of him in an Arsenal top looking pained. But well, he came with stuff. We should stress there is normally an itinerary sent around. Yeah, but prior the trouble to is, Steve, as Paul last week spotted, <laughs> the itinerary mentions things that happened three weeks earlier, like it hadn't been updated. I know, again, <laughs> it had been updated, but I suggested we talked about the Euros as we was in the middle of a game week. But you guys just did not catch up. We just don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so good. Harry will may turn up. He was going to turn up last week and he didn't. So you know, let's not cross our legs. He didn't turn up to Monday football. I'm, I'm also the organizer. As I'm regular listeners will know that there is a there is a Monday night football game, which Bruce occasionally um, kind of body checks somebody in, and um, so I organise that game. And Harry is. He's, he's been a no-show like he's the three weeks running. Of your life. I actually have to stress because I didn't realise that was you until you just said it. But right. it seems to be the most organised weekly football I've ever seen. Yeah. It, it, well, it, it is actually. Sheets, there's messages. Actually, there's, yeah. there is. To be fair, and this point, we'll get this out of the way because it's obviously not my comfort zone. Chris manages utter idiots every week to sign up 
get this game, which is oversubscribed now, and even Chris has manipulated that properly to make it almost fair. But the one remaining baffling element of it is Harry, who bulldozes his way in and then doesn't turn up, which he did on Monday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's I'm in, and then and then he, I said, oh Harry, you know, you're going to have to be a reserve mate because other people have already signed up ahead of you. And then somebody dropped out. So I'm in, <laughs> and then so he's in. It's seven aside, quite strict seven aside. And then three people who wanted a game on the reserves don't get a game. And Harry doesn't turn up. I can say for a spell of about three months, some many, many years ago, I started organising regular weekly football. So you know. And within less than two months, I, I gave up on the... Because you have to pay, obviously. Yeah. And when people who are not showing up are not contributing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly everyone... Ha so I was just like, you know what, it's not worth it. No. Well, Chris is a legend in this space it's one I mean obviously lots of issues in the rest of his life I was going to say it's going, it's going so well so far I'm waiting for this amazing mm. not only has he run it for five years or something since Omar ran off to the South America with the proceeds of the previous game he has also transitioned us from basically concrete that was fucking all our knees up to Fleet School's AstroTurf which none of us even knew existed. It, well, it only opened. It only opened first um, team in in twenty eighteen. So I do appreciate. That. I don't probably will never say this in front of the rest of the Monday nighters. Yeah, but I do appreciate it. <laughs> because they won't amazing. hear it. It's, it's always a secret. Nobody knows. They won't listen to this. So that yeah. So that's and also Chris's Monday night fantasy football league. And you're and, top. And he's well, no, not top. He no, won I, this week. I climbed a few places off the bottom. I was a bit like I was like Harry. I missed the first week yeah, because I didn't realise like that, that there was a time on the dip. I knew you had to get it in by the Friday, and so I was poncing about with it. And I got a really good team. I must stress, which would have got me oh masses of points for that first week. And I put it in at six thirty-five or something. I find it quite fitting that maybe people listening can't hear that as you talk about missing the first week dire straight comes on <laughs> in the background. Because yeah. it feels mocking. Yeah. But when anybody yeah. misses that first week it's, yeah. it's the theme of the season. Yeah. So Harry still tells points. us now even though he's overtaken me many a time. Well I climbed I've climbed off the I was I was only ahead of um, Rich the patron saints, but I've now climbed above a couple of other people. I'm I'm in eighth place. You're actually just behind just me. Behind your your <laughs> fiasco. Am, full am, of your Chelsea midfielders. Chelsea midfielder blowing it again. But I have written it down just because it was clear. So, just for proof, because obviously you get now the rare honour, like a cracker jack pen, yes. to join no clean sheets. Yeah, you don't just have anybody on. It's called there for a minute. No clean sheets. <laughs> Had a lunch. Just make that clear when it yeah. spins out later. Well, we should stress one of us has come from the gaucho, and it was yes, not me. It wasn't me. The Groucho, not the Gaucho. I can't even afford to pronounce it. We've just lost all our vegan supporters. <laughs> I had. We were downstairs in Bernie's bar instead of upstairs, and I had quite a nice tapas thing. But we won't bore about that. But yeah, just be clear. <laughs> the fact is, yeah, Billy's back here is Chris's team, 60 points. Mm. Actually, next in our league was the Spud Rejects. Gems. Castles, oh, okay. 50 points. Right. Well, but the top, actually, if you've been in the team, our league, you still wouldn't have won. But because Deep Purple, oh, yeah. well, 70 points. Made his um, funny enough, monthly appearance. Yeah, funny enough, <laughs> funny you would be surprised he appears messaging a lot, as always, totally indecipherable message. Except I'm pretty sure what he said is he can no longer 
for the resources in the cloud to keep the algorithm going. So he's now running it himself. It's no longer Steve. sustainable. Steve, can you believe? So How that, surprised are you by that? Does that mean we change the name? Is it no longer Deep Purple? It's just Deep Piers. It's the artist that was formerly known formerly as Deep Piers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's he talking about? I mean, we all, you thought he was doing himself anyway. Well, I think he, he was made to sell Halland. I don't think he wanted to do that. I thought he was doing it himself, and then when he, he came on... He persuaded you. Not just that, but there was this almost... Um, he had a screen, didn't he? Worrying, sim symbiotic kind of relationship with... Yeah. He was, yeah, he was being made to do things. That was it. That was the whole yeah. Dice Man. It was the whole it? Dice Man yeah. thing. So he was being made to do things he didn't necessarily want to do, but maybe he did. And he is a recovering addict, isn't he? So it's... it's that's... It, you're right to be a bit suspicious that he might be sucked back in, and looks like, and it, clearly that's what's now happened. Oh, I right, you mean of fancy well, football? Well, 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 sharing all these secrets. <laughs> no, I, of course, of course. What on earth did you think I made? No, I, I was talking about his previous enjoyment of the beautiful art of fancy football, and then he gave it up. But then this was his kind of entry level. Yeah, we have we basically. I'm reading quite. A, it reminds me of a book I read. Those John Updike books, which is quite nasty. Where you're going to get marched out of Stamford Bridge if you start using such language. Updike. Actually, you're right. We're drifting <laughs> in. We've gone out. The, the cut. This Jesus. The structure's gone. Weekends, gentlemen. Steve, I'm guessing you've done something incredibly cultured, and if not, make something up. Oh, that's put me on the spot because I was actually under the weather. I'm decided, I'm going to have a rant because I feel like this is now therapy. Cool. But I finally decided on Sunday I felt well enough to go out. Yeah. Decided there were a few things in and around Kentish Town I wanted to do. And, and I just feel like the roadworks and everything is making... Yeah. It's just making Camden a no-go area. You can't it's, go it's anywhere. The, it's the Camden Council's fault. You just, you just sit in traffic and it's... The Camden Council's I feel like I've almost picked the no wrong... cheap train. <laughs> No. Well, you can't go into Kentish Town Tube anymore, can you? Oh, can you not go into Kentish Town Tube anymore? It's like been shut for it's shut for a year while they while they do something. Is that the councillors as well? Obviously not. It's Transport for London. <laughs> this will be a lot of It's all in the timing. Councillors. <laughs> but it was just that moment of um, even coming here now. They're half the like um, past Gospel Oak Station. There, there's another batch of roadworks going there are on. a lot of roadworks mm. fortunately like, oh, I can't I just well, I ended up turning off and going home and just saying you know what I'll have a non a non, a non weekend a non, a non, I, we see I have a Vespa so I can get back on the amount of time I have to spend going onto the pavement and running off over old people in the pedestrians it's, it's exhausting I have to get on the pavement all the time now mm. normally I can just run people over on the road take it well maybe the, the roadworks move them into, into your lane as well it could work both ways you know, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, There's plenty yeah, on the road. Yeah, I don't yeah. normally have to go on the pavement to <laughs> yeah. on the over, but yeah. it's easy. But, yeah. so, but you're right. There's a lot of road. It's like it's February. It's weird. There's so many at the moment. Just yeah, it just got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'll have a quiet weekend. I'll do. So you didn't do anything. Just at home with your thoughts. Just at home with my thoughts. With a box of tissue. Pretending to a uh, Christmas shop online. Help all the <laughs> retailers out there. Did you, did you find anything? To. Anything interesting online? Couldn't possibly reveal that in case the <laughs> in, in case the receipt. Your partner, <laughs> the lawyer, listens to this exactly like Jebba listens to it for ten minutes. Thinks Jesus, good. Well, that's not yeah. good actually, because actually, I'm always impressed with your cultural attaché role going out there and finding stuff for us. In fact, I listened last week back. I thought actually, yeah, I haven't been to the old tape as I call it, but the original tape for decades. Mm. So of course, we were sucked into the modern, yeah. weren't we? Yeah. Sucked yeah. into the modern, 
London is one of those. It's very easy to forget what's on our doorstep. Yeah, and when you go out there, you think you think, why didn't I, why didn't I do this more often? Because it's just amazing all the stuff that's right there. Do what though? What was go out. Oh, right, yeah. In London. Okay. <laughs> more specific. Over to you, Chris. What was your weekend like? Um, my weekend was usually. I'm just switching the heating on. Um, usually, I I kind of spend the weekend doing something like a bit of marking. But, but this weekend, <laughs> because I work in a university... Let's not make it too exciting. But this weekend we did the, something called the Hampstead 10, which is a small pub crawl around the pubs of Hampstead. No, Highgate, Highgate 10. So Ooh, we started off in right, the woods. So started off, forgot yeah, where you yeah, were. Yeah. Well, we talked about maybe doing the Hampstead something next time. But it's, um, it was, quite, it was, it was quite, um, quite a nice thing to do. You do kind of just get settled into a pub and think this is quite nice and then you have to move on to that the next is my problem it's a bit exhausting yeah that is a bit of my problem so hang on and you having you to rush it? well I did it with um, a bunch of friends a couple of friends um, and, and Anna was there as well and Anna is lovely my, Anna my lovely Anna who's also a regular listener <laughs> or occasional listener <laughs> Anna of fame first ever feedback we got remember was from Anna who said it's no worse than Radio 5 Sports 5 Live or whatever it's called and then we established Anna doesn't actually like Five no, it's sort of. It was a compliment in its way, but anyway, she's quite a lot smaller than me. She was, so she was struggling a little bit, um, and um, and that was, yeah. I don't normally do that kind of thing. And then the next day, on the Sunday, we were meeting the parents of my um, son's girlfriend, Uh-oh, and we very, had to, and that's we were, very middle class. I know, I know. Well, um, we and it's sort of. I mean, I was worried. Are we going to get get asked for? The hand in marriage or something over, over the over the <laughs> over lunch or something and um and we were and anna was in such a bad state that we we would decide it'd be nice to go on the bus rather than on the tube because it'd be a bit more be a bit smoother the journey even though we were going through roadworks and um yeah, and we were going quite well and then she had to then you know no she's a she's a she's a camera counselor that, did anybody pick that no, up that wasn't yeah. supposed to um, i have to she, stress when i ranted i didn't think about those dynamics and she, <laughs> she's the head of roads she's no the guy who's in charge of roads has a horrible time he gets and he's also because he's also in charge of um he's in charge of 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 rubbish collections as well so he's, he's got the worst portfolio he's got the abuse portfolio yeah but anyway halfway there we had to get off the bus while Anna had a sort of quiet well, moment vomited no she I didn't know she didn't vomit she thought she might and then and then when so then when we got to the this very nice pub somewhere in I don't know where was it um uh, Vauxhall we um Shit, we were supposed river. to have a roast dinner but Anna couldn't quite face <laughs> up to roast dinner so she had some kind of risotto porridge soup. thing <laughs> thin chicken soup to give a cup of and we were, well done Anna the fact they had to go south of the river to this great I feel like we've arrived place. we've found our level of kind of hungover professors yeah. moving through traffic yeah. like chess pieces yeah. yeah this is where we should have been yeah you're right this is our people so that's good well but yeah that it's almost like I did it specially for you, but I didn't. At that stage, I didn't know I was going no. to be a guest because the, the the planning wasn't in place until until like forty eight hours before, I think. Uh, <laughs> what for this? Like yeah, 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 yeah. No, hang on. This is always what people suggest. I think I gave you. You told a me on the Monday. On I think. Monday yes. morning. Well, that's forty eight hours, pretty much, or fifty five hours or something. You've kind of said it like Willy yeah, Wonka's golden ticket. Just to be clear, yeah. Chris. Just to be clear. I've been I've been begging him to be on it for months. Just to be clear, Chris isn't a professor of maths. Just let you know that straight up. Now this is the point where we fall into the trap of not asking Bruce what he did yes. for this weekend. Oh, yeah. Bruce, actually, what did you do? Right, it was a week actually, Steve. So it's given Rich 
as a bit of feedback from Rich, it should be a third of the length, apparently, from Rich. He was very angry. That was Wednesday night, he told me, after the pod. I came back here to watch the Chelsea game and obviously got tonked again. Well, not tonked, actually. It was Man United, so it was 2-1. But, so I was out on Wednesday and then out on Thursday lunch at the Groucho again. And then on So this is your Friday, regular haunt? It's Christmas. I take, I take some really high-powered people. I claim a clients, but actually friends that are Groucho to thank them for putting up with me for a year. And then I was there again on Friday lunch, quite a boozy lunch with actually colleagues. Quite a boozy lunch. Yeah. Just like <laughs> a boozy lunch because they're friends. I've worked with them for 25 years. So, and then Gemma had arranged dinner on Friday with Sam and Mark, who are old, old friends. And they, they, you know, they not quite like a drink as well. So we were up at the Hollybrush. And then Gemma did waking up in the Saturday morning and said, how come you were so pissed? Well, they drink a lot, don't they? Well, no, Bruce. Yeah, they do. But you were really pissed. And I, I didn't really feel I could share with exactly what I'd been doing on Friday lunchtime. Then went out to see her parents because of their Gemma's mum's birthday on Saturday lunch. That was a bit green. A bit like yes, Anna, similar, actually. Similar vibe. But drove out there, came back quite for quite a Saturday, and then met Alan and his son, Charlie, my godson, and Kate, I think, for a very nice dim sum on Sunday, but far more sedate. And then I sort of think, yeah, I've got away with that, that's fine. And on a Sunday evening, Gemma, for some bizarre reason, went onto Facebook and Vincent, the idiot I was with on Friday afternoon, had done a selfie of us in the Groucho Club and then tagged me in it. So, of course, Gemma goes, what are you doing with Vincent and Matthew, who she knows, and our notorious 20 years of boozy meals? Said, you didn't say you were there. I said, I'm sure I did, Jim. I'm sure I didn't. And of course, then she said, So that's why you couldn't speak on Friday night. I'm just checking that we are more than 10 minutes in, so she won't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> two minutes in, she won't listen to it. So it's good. So I had a very lively, I mean, it's this time of year because of what I do is my excuse and the fact that I cannot help myself. I do go out quite a lot at Christmas because I take people I like out. So I am sort of crawling to the fish. I've got a lot on going to the winter pond swimmers drinks tonight after this we've got another meal tomorrow night I crawl to the finish line at Christmas I quite like it I'm, I'm not complaining but it gets messy and of course I mean Harry unlikely to turn up of course Harry is doing another gig on Saturday night with the mixer oh the mixer okay but it's a bit like Bruce. You always describe it as a bit like your royalty or something, and you're being forced. This is your duty. <laughs> I'm, I'm being... like Jack. I'm just being forced to take mushroom oil. Yeah. The same. I just yeah. stumbled into this stuff. No, I don't. No, I do like it. I'm not complaining. I sometimes wish it Christmas wasn't was you know it wasn't so concentrated because I do find it quite hard because I'm still working. I've got quite a lot of stuff to do. Mm. Mm. That's my weekend. More lunch. More lunches to have and. Um... The good thing is, because it was quite tricky, because of course we're the Mighty Blues, who are you know, proudly standing 12th, third best team in West London at the moment, playing Sheffield United on Saturday, and I did check with Jem, not in the good books with, whether I could go, and I didn't quite know what she meant, but she, in the end, as I kept asking, she wouldn't say yes or no, I said, she said she'd leave it to my conscience. So you're going? Of course we're going, because yeah. I lost my conscience in that hernia operation. I think they took it out. But yeah, so I'm so I'm off to the Chelsea game and now it's become laughable because I'm just an editor. Six pointer. 
Exactly. Yeah. It's a relegation battle. Because Everton aren't going to get relegated. Now, you can tell it's the festive panto season because I did read quotes from Poch this week saying that he feels Chelsea need to buy more players. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. Maybe some that are fit. I mean, there is a quite a valid point in that. Maybe we should get players who can pl- actually can play a game of football. They could sell a few players. That might be... Can they do that? Because they're going to have to at some point, aren't they? Well, no, they had... To, the to be fair, they did sell about two, two and a half... Million, £250 million pounds worth couple in the summer. Players. couple of unused subs. But still, but still oh yeah, are oh, well over a billion I actually think a, d- a defining moment of, of Chelsea's newly bought soul rests, because there was rumours this week that they would be up for selling Gallagher. And mm. I feel like if they were to eventually just give up and sell him, after he's proved his worth, yeah. fought his way as, a, as an academy sort of coming yeah, through. Yeah, that's the end of it. If you it? then just sell him, I think we need to find you a new club. <laughs> <laughs> I would say to Charlie, Alan's son Charlie, they came up the one I saw on Sunday. This is quite entertaining. Charlie, born and bred in Chelsea, should be a Chelsea supporter, but his idiot dad supports Man United because he's Irish or something, Christ knows. But they went up to see the Man United game I'm just diverting from Chelsea into a far more entertaining space they went up to see the game on Saturday brilliantly Man United Bournemouth at home for his birthday treat Charlie's bound to be great they would be great see all these see all these get themselves back on track booed off at Charlie's 14 they were booed off at half time Man United because they were 1-0 down definitely booed off up full time 3-0 down and he said it was empty and I said what happened that is Arsenal every week, even if they won, they sent to you like that at the end of the game. Not I said anymore, to him, I don't think it's like that now. I said to him, that's the point you see, Charlie, you should really support your local club, Chelsea, and the good thing about that is, when that happens, you're half an hour home. Their train was cancelled to get back on <laughs> oh, Saturday, no. and his dad, Alan, he was about as far from Manchester as you'll ever get, went to a hotel, finally found one to, to, to get a train in the morning, and then he said, have we got any dinner? He said, no, we haven't got enough staff for dinner. And apparently Alan just put his head in his hands and said, I hate this city. Because he's basically one of us. Why do you bother? So yeah. very funny, because I saw them on Sunday. I mean, I don't Alan, Alan needed a drink because he had to get a train down in the morning and he needed a drink. I mean, I don't want to point out that Fulham are averaging five goals a game. So if he was going to go yeah. somewhere, you might want to go to Fulham. And actually, as we've all discussed, best ground in the, in the country you can see the river if the football gets boring you can watch the swans on the river I want to mm. know if Chelsea have some sort of policy that says if you're foolish enough to put a name on the back of your shirt you're going to get sold do you get it changed for free six <laughs> weeks later yeah. when the player's being sold yeah. why well yeah. that famous one was it Andy Cole and his son Geordie tattooed an entire his entire picture of him and his name on his leg, he had a fatter leg than me. A week later, they sold him to Man United, and he had this huge Geordie. Remember that? Well, I always used to wonder what Duncan Ferguson did because he had the Everton crest famously tattooed on his chest. And um, I always kind of thought, well, what do you do when you're in a dressing room now playing for another club? You just kind of take it, well, that's where my heart is. Do the Robbie Keith thing instead of just tattoo again something else. <laughs> well, was it George Graham? Did he not? Obviously good Chelsea boy and then did fuck all for the rest of his career but I think he did spend a bit of time at Arsenal George Graham as a manager 
didn't he then manage Tottenham? <laughs> I'm not even going to... Did he, did he not actually end up managing Tottenham for a while? He did. And the story was he'd got a pursuing pool because he was oh, He was classy at Chelsea. Came with Tacky at Arsenal. Had the whole Arsenal crest at the bottom of his pool. And of course, we'd have to get the Tottenham players around. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could you know, jump on it and yeah, dive at it. Want with a trophy. Throw themselves around. Around. We haven't asked who our guest supports. Well, we do I support anybody? Oh, I'm, support I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm, Wait, I'm, a sort of, I'm a kind of closet gooner. Um, what? And I thought you were going to Hull. And I, but I'm, I grew up near Hull, and my dad gave me a Hull City shirt before he died, like 15 years ago. And, um, and so I, I do wear that on Monday nights. Most people think it's a Wolves shirt anyway. And so I kind of, so as a result, I've had to kind of, kind of learn who the team is. For sake, Chris. So, I've yeah. been here for 10 years. I've thought, I think you're a Hull City supporter. No, not really. I've never been to see Hull. I've been to see Arsenal several times. But I've never been to see Hull. Sorry. Yeah, that's a little bit disappointing. <laughs> I, we could have I had a good 20 minutes on Hull. Well, like, you can still use it. I mean, I didn't really. Uh, no, I mean, no one's got 20 minutes on Hull. <laughs> no. Actually, I do have. So I went to Huddersfield Polytechnic, is where I studied, and that's. I'd like to think that's fairly. It begins raw, with H, is in Yorkshire, yeah. Fair, and also fairly raw north, northern town. And then one of my mates, Liggy, was from Hull. You know, it's quite northern, it didn't really make any sense. But Liggy said we should go and see his family for some food one. Sunday when we starved ourselves because we'd blown all our money on drink and uh, he drove us into Hull and as mm. we came off the slipway of whatever that motorway is M62 walked in and there was this most tragic looking lady of the night <laughs> looking for business <laughs> on a kind of six on the motorway Sunday. slip road <laughs> <laughs> Jesus that's tragic he goes what she's quite good looking and I thought mm. and Hull was it made it was second only. I think we talked about this on Monday. Second only to me to Hartlepool, and this again was twenty years ago. And I think Hartlepool had a lot of money pumped into it by Peter Manson. But just the most tragic end of the line, like you said, it's the end of the road. There's no through road. You go there, and if you've gone there, you've made a massive life mistake. Well, it's city of culture, of course. <coughs> it was crapped out. It's most. It's previous claims to fame has been crapped out. <laughs> And then it was City of Culture, and they and they entertained the Leicester fans by saying you only came for the culture <laughs> one, one game. That is good. And they, and it, but then during the while they were City of Culture, they closed down the te- the, they closed down the only art gallery. During <laughs> the, the year, closed down in that, the year yeah, of culture. Yeah. Um, nice. But they did. But when you get off the train now at Hull, you get met by very nice old ladies with leaflets about about how much nice they cost architecture. They have sex with them. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, I, t- I walked into that one, didn't I? <laughs> I, put, I, forgot, I forgot. I was dealing with. I bet those ladies. I, I feel like Wayne Rooney elbowed me out of the way. <laughs> the, the benchmark of where we're going to settle has just been <laughs> remembered. Good, but so that's disappointing. For but I mean, yeah, so I, many reasons, Chris, but. But, but there know, again, actually, then, as always, as I do when I'm confronted with facts, I'm going to ignore them yes. and stick with my delusion. You're a Hull City supporter of me forever, and that's all that matters. I did once get my my dad was a solicitor in Hull, so we didn't live in Hull. We lived about yeah. 15 miles away, and it was and it was even back, it was quite a scary place. My mum used to do the shopping in the in the Prospect Centre, the, the, the new and exciting um, shopping centre in the centre of Hull, and she'd drive there. She'd drive. 15 miles to get the cheaper petrol. It took a while to just realise she was basically quite bored. In the I like your mum. That is the sort of thing and, I do. And, um, and my dad helped the whole city manager, I can't remember who he was, 
um, by his house did the conveyancing and so I, and as a result I got the, the autographs of the entire team including I think Stuart Pearson who even non-Hull City players have perhaps heard of Stuart Pearson no? is that Stuart Pearson Pearson son? <laughs> no <coughs> no he was, a, he was one of these players who's quite who's quite fat therefore fans kind of identify with but very skillful and he's got and he did some he did a legendary penalty we, we don't identify with are we no, no, I'm not skillful. No, but it's that it's that you could you think I could be that person. It's like what people used Stuart to. Stuart Pearson. Well, who did he play for other than Hull? I don't know. I'm Anyone I think career. I relate to with Hull. Nicky Barmby, he was a player manager for a while. Yeah. So I was going to say Dean Windus. There's a whole bunch of Hull players who who've gone on. Harry Maguire was there. Was he? Yeah, Curtis Davis was there. No, um, no. Andy Robertson. Right. I could I could do an ex-Hull team. Well, that's you should, because yeah. that's worked really well for Jem. Jem's yeah. loving his one. Good. Right, OK, so we've done weekends. We've done now. See, what's interesting, Steve, as I've mentioned before, now that I'm in the weird world of people who do fantasy football, I've realised it's like having a puppy for the first time. People come up to you all of a sudden and realise it's a weird world of people who like dogs, and if you've got a dog, they come and talk to you about dogs. Fantasy football's a bit like that. So the fantasy football turned up, and then we did the Monday night fantasy football. And Chris became very apparent, knows about fantasy football, and will say, when I say things that you failed to explain to me, Chris will know the answer to them. Because how long have you been doing fantasy football for? You this are... is my first time. No way. I did it once before. I did it back in the um, mid-90s but it was yes. a very different system because then you had to gather in a pub and you bid against each other so you couldn't have you couldn't all have Harland only one person could get Harland up until last season there was another format that offered you that it's quite good it's disciplined it means you then have to make and what would then happen is you could pick up if you if you kind of held your nerve you could pick up bargains at the mm. end of the night because people had blown all their money and you could get somebody really quite good for a song and then you could only transfer like people in who were. Like he was. He was before his time. Song. And um, I, I was managing it with Anna, and so she always she always had certain requirements. The, the players. She had certain players who she liked. She actually quite liked Ryan Giggs. I feel. I know. I shouldn't yeah, say that. I shouldn't say that in front of you. And um, and so That's we. So and then Anna. we then we moved away, and we and we weren't able to join the auction. So we had a friend who was very good at poker. He used to buy our team. He used to, we used to give him instructions. We'd say. To really good, spend a lot of money on your central defence because they would they would get you. So people like John Terry were really good fancy players because they get they lovely solid, and, and, solid and lovely human beings. lovely human beings, yeah. and then get cheap and cheerful strikers, and then get fullbacks who will score goals. Don't worry about their defence so much, and then you, and then somebody decent in midfield, and with that brief, he would get us he would get us a good yeah, team. That side of the formula hasn't really evolved. That is pretty much still the same yeah, today. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact you have to get, you only get one in the team. I quite like that, actually. Quite like that. I mean, give me a slight headache thinking about the organisation of it, but that's because and you could, someone th- else would organise it. I think you could agree You you could agree a swap with somebody. You could do a deal now. with somebody. The first, now. The first time that I was invited into that style league, I turned up with no knowledge of just how... Competitive. Competitive. It's much better word than Anorak, which was, it was like your <laughs> world of that weird but gaming I, conference I, you were. Exactly. I walked into the bar and there was a table of about twelve very grown men, all eagerly waiting for me to come and sit down so that we like could get started. To the slaughter. And the, the competitiveness of so, bidding and. So this is the weird world. And the reason I and Chris knows as soon as he said swap, he knows exactly what he's reminded my 
explodes your brain off. So, with the Euros, wasn't it? With the Euros or the World Cup? I, I'm, I'm Euros. not sure what you're what talking about. Sorry, you I can't help Helen you. getting together. Oh, oh Panini stickers, yes. Panini stickers. I, I was very worried about where this conversation <laughs> yeah. was going. Wife swapping. <laughs> Piers's wife, Helen, turns up. So, we went to watch a game, one of yeah. those games. Yeah, it was one of the Euros, yeah. A couple of years ago. Um, yeah. Great fun. Pissed in the gypsy, funnily enough. Then, all of a sudden, there's a picture from Piers of Chris and Helen alone in the bar. Swapping panini football <laughs> stickers. I mean, that's a level of tragedy. Well, she was very, she was very strict Hardball. on it. Yeah, yeah, she would, she would. Um, quite, she had a spreadsheet and everything. Yeah, and, and, and for a long time. Well, she also took peers along as, as an enforcer because she did. She she uh, <laughs> she would do these deals with people all around the country. Um, and um, and there was some guy in Luton well, who well, defaulted right. on the, on the on the swap. And so Piers went around and knocked on the door and said, I, mean, I, think, I, think you you, me, "I think you owe me. You owe me. Uh, <laughs> you owe me the Tunisian left back or something." <laughs> wow! Fucking I, hell! I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah. So I was main initially. It was, it was for the kids, like all these things. So I was I was pretending I was doing it for my son, and then getting annoyed when he put the stickers <laughs> in crooked. Say, no, no, not like that. And get, then, get away from and it. And then eventually it became clear that I, he wasn't oh really interested. I was just doing it for, for myself. Is this raw? And I spent, yeah, and I spent vast All amounts raw. of money on, on it. Because, you, because when you're older, when you're not a kid, I remember going into the, um, the co-op in Kentish Town and watching some, some little kid with his mum being allowed to get one packet of stickers. I just went and grabbed about 15 of them. And then I opened them up on the way home with fingers slightly trembling as you sort of think, oh, Ronaldo's in here. I'll be back, you motherfucker. That is so, so that's so weird because again, weird world that you're praying in. But but yeah, like I didn't even know. And of course, Helen. Funnily enough, I've known her for mm. decades. Funnily enough, never shared that with me. Well, she. Ne- I think she was nearly. She'd nearly completed, as the as the, the phrase is. <laughs> Are you complete it. I'm going to complete this week. It's all quite sexual, isn't it? The yes, old finish. Yeah, finish. Big finish. finish. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit squint. You've not got that yeah, in properly. Bit crooked. Yeah. Let's Try go. again. It's like being at Rio's. Yes. Watch. Okay. Good. Right. So we've done that. So you're doing well on the. I'm. I am losing a bit of interest in the fantasy football. Indeed, real football as well. Steve. It's all the nights out. It's all the nights out. It's all and the, the pub dis- lunches. The big disappointment of the weekends because Chelsea are so tedious. So it's out. Who I mentioned actually last week, Patrick. That's where I had lunch, had lunch with him just now. And we went to see that game that I mentioned last week, Chelsea-Arsenal. We just won the Champions League. Arsenal, we got a tiny little corner of the Emirates. Goaded them for 90 minutes about Ashley Cole winning the European Cup. But I thought, we looked at each other. Suppose in the end, you have to realise there's a sort of halcyon day of being a supporter of a club. That might have been it for the Chelsea boys. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting when with Arsenal, what at what stage people start started supporting them. So Rob started supporting them when they were really coming to the end. That he didn't have the glory years yeah. of Wenger. Well, it's like Charlie, he, isn't it? A lot yeah. of the, all the youngsters, of course. Yeah, two thousand three, they were kids. Was it three the last time he won the league? When was two thousand three? Two thousand three, yeah. So that you know that is twenty. Yeah, and he was born in before. he was born in two thousand three, and so he, so. He, and I mean, my he didn't me- even see them win. No, so he's never seen no. them win. And so, and so Charlie would have been four or five. And the whole experience of watching Arsenal then was like he would have his he would have his head in his hands, and if they were winning, he'd be sitting there. He wouldn't be looking at the pitch; he'd be looking away. He was so scared that they were going to equalise. And I think the first game first game I went to with him was it was I think it was Birmingham, and it was and it was that 
really tall player. Was it? I want to say Niall Quinn, but it wasn't. It was somebody that, of that size scoring a header, and then Seb Larson scoring a blinding free kick. For and, it was two, and it was yeah, it was two one to Arsenal in the end. So it kind of been, hang on. Did he yeah. cry? He was quite stressed, quite stressed by it. And then we went. And we, we generally we had a lot, a lot of failed visits to the Emirates, going to watch them it's struggling. I think you see, as a Chelsea supporter at that age, you know that would be we'd go and watch relegated and then have to fight away at West Ham or something. But you know, and when so you see like a playoff or you see a cup final, I'm, I'm really going to expose myself here, mm. so to speak. But oh, you know, don't do that. You know, you get that bit when the final whistle and it pans to the crowd. It's for radio. And there's a little, cri- a little kid crying. Yeah. Yes. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like, it's one of those great things that draws you back into football when yeah. you see someone bawling like, their eyes. I prefer yeah. it though, and it normally is a Geordie because they're idiots. It's when it's a big, Big fat guy, Big, no shirt. Sure. Heavy bones, Geordie, because no body shape no, on this show. Sorry, I forgot that. <laughs> I forgot, forgot about the PC policy. You don't listen to yes. the I have. I, unfortunately for you, I have. <laughs> All of it. And then when they're blubbing, and normally they've got their top off and it's the middle of winter. That I like more, but you're right. There's something about the reminding, because I worry I become immune to it, mostly because now we're so pissed or drugged up that we've lost any knowledge of what's going on the pitch. But I do remember, you're right, seeing people really care. However, let's be topical for a second, I think it's important not to care enough, even if you're president... <laughs> this is a very smooth segment. ...president <laughs> of a team, I think it's really important not, if your team gets a late, gives away a late equaliser, to run onto the pitch and punch the referee. I think even a Chelsea supporter sees that that's wrong yeah. on any level. And the good thing is, I do know a Turkish Guna, and I think that is fundamentally what's why Turkey as I said to him, will never be allowed in the EU. And he quite quickly came back to us and said that you're not actually in the EU, are you, Bruce? So you're <laughs> saying disappointing because I felt I had high ground for a minute then remembered what happened. But what wild scenes that was. Unbelievable. Yeah, mind-blowing. That's a proper thug. Remember that bit? He's Omar, a, He's apologised and since resigned, of course. Well, of course. But he's also yes. f- mate of the president. But they've even, even the president said, well, no, you're on your own now. But that, remember Omar, who is the founder of Monday Night Football, who's our kind of Gandhi. He's our logo. He's our logo. He's, you know, he's sort of, if he will turn up on our Christmas awards next Monday, you know, he'll just be allowed to score five goals. You guys doing awards? Yes. Oh, well, actually, Steve, I am yeah, here we go. joint player of the season. Chris is cross about it because he miscounted. You mean it's already been revealed? Last year, last, last year. So no. I am for still five more days. Basically, Jack. what what happened? With Jack mushroom oil, Jack and these. He, Bruce got Bruce's total score was two votes. Three, three. Was it three? Yeah. One of the, well, one of which what, what, <laughs> one of which was him. No, he voted no, for himself in all no. categories. No, that was Finn. And, and Finn was, voted for you. I voted for myself in goal of the season. I will admit that. <laughs> and there was quite a lot of there was a certain amount of ironic voting going on. I yeah. think. I think that's the, I got the ironic. And votes. then there was a miscount when actually Nathan should have should yeah, have, should have shared as well. Chris. Me, but yeah. I was, so I was dealing with I was dealing with people who weren't there. Or FIFA I feel like corruption. I'm just I feel like I'm in the middle of at, no. I'm just, I feel like I'm at the like this must have been what it was like if you was peering through the window when they formed your way for Blatter. <laughs> Blatter's deciding I know. I voted for myself. I know. Why don't we give it to Saudi Arabia? Yeah. I don't um, know, I'll vote for you, but if you give me a gold watch. <laughs> 
so hang on, how do we get there? We were on a proper point there for a second. You well, were talking we about punching, punching and yeah. Omer. You were, but Omer, Omer never punched yeah, anybody. That, so that need to clear psycho that up. Turkey Greek owners. I mean, must they both got? I don't know the great British export football hooliganism. I mean, we don't get a lot of bile about us and the empire mm. and our team. We don't get any credit for exporting football, cricket, rugby. Football hooliganism. No one ever says well done for that. And allowing they? other people to be better at all of those yeah, things. Yeah, they're us. all better. Yeah. And the Turks and the Greeks, because Omar's club, which is Pauk, they owe the gun. Yes. They, they, the, the owner of them turned up with a gun on the pitch. I mean, we're amateurs. I have to we say, share that with the world. It definitely feels like we're at a stage where it takes more and more to shock you in the world of football. But when I saw these images. No, I was actually yeah, I was like, yeah, joking yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah, that ref. No, that's, that's, that's outrageous. That's disgraceful. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I am not laughing. All that stiff Arteta gets never even come close. He's never. He's never punched anybody. He's never punched or shot anybody. Or shot anyone. Not in. Only in. Yeah. Not but in. No, it was absolutely mind-blowing. Right. Now, are you still sticking with your? No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a. Um, a pills in the nice glass. You like it? You like your I sexy like, I like big, big, I like big Steiner <laughs> glass. Yeah. So this is where we come on a Monday Night Football. You do know that, Steve. I, I do realise that I, I always We are amongst our people. Do you, yeah. do you, you're, you're getting them in. Usually I, no, I, I notice that... I always get them As a regular listener, I know that Bruce always gets them. I feel I should offer Because what Bruce does is he waits for the recording to start and then gets the rounds in because we have to compensate for some people. Yeah. So, yeah. Can we start at the normal time, which is 4.30? It's yes. now 5. Okay. Harry's still not here. But Steve, you're sticking with the. They, they, they do a bourbon, bourbon house coke. bourbon, don't they? They do. Let me get out of here. Can we go? I've got a lot of cables here because so my batteries are flat. And and on the laptop as well. Nice. I'll see if it. Are you, you're okay talking, shite. I'm talk. sure, I'm sure yes. we can fill the void. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so you, you've done. I mean, we should probably. Your football, fantasy football approach is, is very. Um, sophisticate for someone who's just come back for the first season well I mean I've been listening you know I've been listening and learning but um but I also I got very lucky this week because I actually like a lot of people I had Haaland as captain and so I went from 40 points to 60 points overnight or something like that because they dropped because I they they put Salah they put Salah in as captain which gave him me like 14 more points and then somebody came off the bench for Haaland I think which I I think it was might have been cash. I think I got one, I think I got one point for that. So it was a bit of a fluke, bit of a fluke this week, I'd say. Yeah, I mean the same thing happened with my team because obviously everyone listening to the everyone listening to this, but all of them, yeah, both of them, yeah. Um, you know they're well aware now that of course your vice captain takes over should your captain not play. Yes. Like most people, Salah was my vice captain. Yeah. Harland was my captain. Yeah. So probably a lot of people have that same thing happen, and it can, it comes overnight. So initially you look at it, and you think, oh, it's not, it's not going to, they're not going to do it. And the other thing I didn't realise the week before, I didn't realise how you put the substitutes in order. So I had, so I was very excited that I think I've had Huang as my sub, and I thought, oh great, you got seven points, and but he didn't come into the team because I didn't have him in the right order, ah, and they okay. brought in somebody else. I think Bruce got a substitution of Trippier coming in, which was great. So you got minus one. Every football, not every. I think for the last two weeks, I've kept Tarkovsky on the bench because mm. I assume I've just got other players who are ahead of him. Yeah. And this mm. week was the first time I think he didn't make it off my bench when he's 
I think he's got six points or something. Yeah, they got Everton got clean sheet against clean sheet against yeah. Chelsea. Well, I think I think I think Everton defenders are quite worth it at the moment. I mean, well, I've got I've got Mikalenko, thing, and they? they're gonna. I think they're they're gonna be really hard to break down, and they're gonna be battling really hard, and and they you know they're 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 not gonna score a huge amount of goals. So the only way they're gonna manage it is defending, and they've got they've got Sean Dyche, so it's gonna be pretty solid. He's an interesting character, isn't he? He's, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been in a few press conferences with him over the years. Yeah. And I went from not liking him at first for reasons that are probably exaggerated. You know, he's got, I suppose most managers have an ego. Yeah. But there was just something, and I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm, it's hard to warm to you. And then you watch him more and more, and he, he, he's up there with if you was to pick the top five. Premier League, either players or managers, you would go for a pint with. Yeah, he's funny. I suspect he yeah, would. he's quite funny and quite knowing. He's quite. He knows. He knows what he's doing. He he kind of plays the game. I think because I was, I was an, as an Arsenal fan, he went through that spell of, you know, everything was a little bit tetchy after Arsenal yeah, games. Yeah. You know, Arsenal were often moaning because they'd get boot up, booted up into the air. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he was calling them out on it and stuff. Yeah. So I, I didn't like him at first, but over the years, he's definitely warmed to me as one of. I put him in my top three characters in the Premier League. Yeah, which well, is a great question. Well, to there you go. When Bruce, uh, yeah, top top characters top in the three Premier. characters in the Premier League. I mean, characters is a, is a risky one, isn't it? That could just be psycho nut jobs. Yeah, I mean, it could just be Joey Barton. That Joey Barton's a character. God, we should. Yeah, we should. You should talk about. We should. You should talk about uh, <laughs> Joey Barton's <laughs> contribution to feminism this week. But it's funny he got a, he Such got a name drop a couple of weeks ago for being yeah, we, just we, as we <laughs> mentioned. Well, you knew he'd be on Question Time, which Christ, I didn't realize. Cheers, Cheers, lads. Lads. Cheers thank Cheers. you. Yeah, and that is a very fancy. Um, That's what yes. he loves it. That's a big mm. job, mm. We should explain it's like a tankard. It's a bit, yeah. Um, in glass. In glass, a glass tank. Yeah, no, we did. You're, you're right. Well reminded mm. because we did mention. I wanted to pick it up last week or whenever it was. He came out these gibberish because he's such a nasty scouse I checked because we were saying Man City and everything checked he's in fact from Liverpool as I suspected by his <laughs> general demeanour well that was where the that's where he, the fight put him into prison that was in yeah. Liverpool wasn't yeah. it I think because that, that's where yeah. he's from and that's why he's such a nasty misogynist do you know why he, do you know why one theory as to why he came out with all of that lot this week it was because he's promoting a podcast <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. I mean, <laughs> so yeah. careful. Be careful. You know. <laughs> what I would stress is that yeah, we don't want to go viral. Well, we're definitely not the cancel culture kind of podcast. I, I think we are. But if you were to turn around and say, Steve, look, regular time, I've got Joey Barton coming on as a guest. I would probably not be here. That I think week. No. exactly. I don't think, and I'd like to think that my moral compass is pretty out of whack. I'm pretty confident I wouldn't be able to sit down. I can remember Joey when I watched him on Barton. Question Time. I remember thinking, the show itself is a, a, like a precipice of it's quite, it's lost its edge. It's a bit of a BBC yes, yeah. sort yeah, of factory. It's all and then they suddenly brought in Joey Barton, and you're like, okay, yeah. surely it's not going to be the car crash I cool. expect. And he's literally his first contribution was talking about. I can't remember what he said. I can remember doing slides just being, a pall of him being on it. If you keep a basically the least ugly girl oh, yeah, in the that's nightclub. Right. That's yeah. right. And you're just like my, you know, that is literally, and the, the, 
I mean, I, I suspect he's obviously very thick-skinned, isn't he? He's yeah. So no, I don't think the skinned bit was necessary in that. <laughs> and he obviously prepared it as well. That's the thing. He obviously thought this is going to go down well with the question yeah. time BBC crowd. I'll check with my speech. Well, this is the thing: is the, the the audience did the expected thing of instant hostility and sort of you could feel their backs get up. But I suspect that's what he wanted. Yeah. Well, that's what that, that's what all these. I mean, that's what his podcast is. It's basically a, you know, populist right wing kind of get every wound up he, he you know Alex Jones shock jock all that kind of stuff does he does he do it in a sort of fake French accent though that's more so look let's just go back uh, a slight step we were just saying if you was to pick the top three characters manager characters. or player in the game today I, I'm going to wade in with Sean Dyche I think he's definitely in top three People yes yes yeah. yes you've seen him open fair. you've seen him answer journalists phones during press conferences because it suddenly rang yeah no he's good and he's and he and he's great i mean he has saved them totally i don't think anyone else will be able to do what he's done there i don't i mm -hmm. don't think i don't know if i'm being yeah steve bruce i'm gonna throw that in there is he No, oh, he has to be current, does it? Yes, okay. I'm talking current. about whole city oh, glory days. Quite good, Chris. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, George Best. <laughs> let's go current, yeah, just to, current. to see. Oh, Pele, he's a character. Um, um, all right. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's a tough crowd. It is. The reason we say current is because one of the, the things I find is that these kind of characters are falling out of the game. No, you're right, actually, because I'm not thinking of one. But you, no. you're right, I'm not disagreeing with... Because Sean. but I think who else is in there that's a real character I'm not buying what's his face from Tottenham because I think he's actually just a oh yeah we don't care about anything mate <laughs> and he's no. a spud so I'm not signing up okay. I don't think he's a character I've actually done a, a 180 on, on yeah. I knew you on, I told you you would I've, I've gone off him with his he, he's got this fantastic ability of saying I'm not looking for excuses while listing excuses yeah. Yeah. which is quite yes. a skill I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I mean yeah. I've got to be honest I'm not entirely sure I listened to a single interview with him so I'm not entirely as well informed as you all are but as soon as you all start saying yeah he's so relaxed and Aussie and yeah bollocks he's, he he's has good sound bites but then he, yeah. I'll give you an example now, he'll say something like um, oh you know we've, we've effectively got a first team out injured and we're having to play players who haven't yeah. played much out of position but I'm not going to make excuses yeah. no, that just was one yeah. well, you, you just have and also he's <laughs> an Aussie so yeah you know so, so big fundamentally, not genetically criminals. So you've got to I mean, the people you want to go out for a drink with are the people who don't take it too seriously and are a bit, would be a bit of a laugh, which excludes most all modern managers. Yeah, because they're, they're not going to be able to survive. They're all obsessed with football and that they talk about nothing except for yeah. formations yeah, you will and tactics. Not get and you there. Think, Jesus None Christ. of them get there by being relaxed and not that competitive. So I'm not blaming them for being dull as dishwater. I mean, Arteta would be a really, really bad date wouldn't he I mean <laughs> <laughs> I said that this is, I mean dodgy given our all-encompassing credentials but I was at the posh seats at Arsenal once and his wife turned up with his absolutely stunning I think Rob has discussed this with me as well really yeah. honestly I mean my hosts said right Bruce at any point are you gonna watch the game the only reason I was there was when Drogba was playing for some Turkish club, Galatasaray, and they realised later on, they'd invite me loads, as why would I want to go and watch Arsenal play football? And they got me because Chelsea weren't playing in Europe that night. So I went to the game and they realised I was only there because it was a knockout stage before the group stage of the Champions League. I was actually going there hoping Drogba would knock them out. So 
she turned up with the kids honestly there's no it's a bit like that great quote from Peter Crouch when he was asked what he would be if he wasn't a footballer do you did you hear this I did Sing, I single <laughs> very funny which I've always liked Peter Crouch for that level of honesty I mean he wouldn't have been could he Nice lad. It's Talk. funny that I thought you said a virgin or something. I think that's my version of. A, of what well, I mean, you know, you might be right. I might have made it well, clean. For character, like Filthy you couldn't world. have, like you couldn't have someone like Ten Hag, for, for example, because he would definitely be. He'd probably have a fight with you. Well, not just that, but he wouldn't get around him. He'd make excuses every yeah. single time it was his. He'd be yeah. like, Yeah, oh, no, I can't. I got. Oh, but, I don't, but you know, I didn't. I spilt half my first yeah, drink, so yeah. Yeah. maybe, maybe you should. I've had an injury. Yeah, possibly. yeah, I pulled my So, yeah, that's a really good question because I'm properly not panning it actually. Who do I think is a character? So, I go as always because I don't know an awful lot about football. I go to the Chelsea team. Oh, you're allowed Gallagher. players as well as managers now. Players and managers. Oh, yeah, okay. I go Gallagher, okay. I think, seems to have a joy to be a bit like Greenish but younger. Well, we've oh, said Greenish yeah, before. We've said that before yeah, about yeah, who yeah, you go for yeah. a pint with. He, he, yeah, I think but he's probably. Gallagher him. seems quite fun, I think. Who else? Thiago Silva because actually forget how good he obviously is because I remember the clips when we were ended up beating extremely beating Man City in the Champions League final he was suspended or injured I don't know which for the semi-final and I think that was against Real Madrid but there's this great and it's all Covid of course so there's this clip no one in the ground but of course he's allowed because he's a player yeah. but he's in normal clothes and he's chumping around like a fan because I don't think he's ever won the Champions League before, despite how good he obviously was, where he was, so he's jumping around, so excited, and the camera keeps because there's no other crowd. They keep spanning back to him. And he's so enthusiastic because if he, he played in the final, but he couldn't play in the semi, and I just thought he's still got this joy of football in him. He's not jaded by playing for big clubs, loads of money. And I thought I'd like to go out with him. He just seems to love it, and he is one of the one players. He will walk around, however shite we are. He'll always come and applaud idiots like us who've stayed till the end. You, stay to the, you deserve it. We stay till the end. We stay. And funny enough, we stay, stay, stay to the end. But it's largely because he's got there five minutes before yeah. the end. What? Yeah. Is it over already? We've only just finished off four points. But the fact is, we stay to the end if we're shit. We're we're sort of twisted morals. If we're like four up, we'll fuck off to the pub. But if we're losing, it's a moral. You have to stay to the end. Then you're not allowed to leave early. Just because we're shit, that's a sort of twisted okay. old man logic where that's when you have to stand. Everyone else stays for the big games. We always fuck off the last game of the season for the lap of honour because, frankly, it takes quite a long time and we could be in the pub. You know. I think. Um, you don't want to be the sort of person that walks out on your team when they're losing. No. We'll yeah. stand there, we'll stand there for the big. Even if it might be, just to tell them where they might have gone wrong. That's a lot of extra minutes this season. <laughs> So, a lot. Yeah, it's, you're right, it's taken bloody ages. Tell I think them. Arsenal probably have two. I'm probably missing someone. But I think Declan Rice and yeah. Ram- Aaron Ramsdale. Ramsdale, surely. Ramsdale, definitely. Well, well, Rice, obviously, because he's basically a Chelsea boy. So he's therefore f- genetically <laughs> oh, fun. Ramsdale? Yeah, I feel for Ramsdale. Well, I'm actually very sorry for Ramsdale. I think he'd be treated really badly, actually. Because that new keeper's no better. Well, he would, he would be yeah. a laugh, wouldn't he? And, he's, and the, you, that's the, the problem with the whole Raya situation. Raya probably maybe is technically a better keeper, but he's not as much fun as Ramsdale. No. He's not, and, he, and he's obviously not as liked and by the fans not, or the players. He's not 
No, and no one's ever going to kick be... Raya. No spud is ever going to need to kick Raya because he's but wound them up for the entire game. You kind of have like, to... Ramsdale rightly did. You have to visually be so much better to come in in that situation. Yeah. If it's a fan's favourite, yeah. you're going to try and dislodge. Yeah. And he has. And that been. is the question. Well, as you know, well, I know you think it more than I do. I think that's the question over Arteta's judgment. Actually, that is the one big. Hang on. Well, although I mean, wouldn't you say that Arsenal are less fun to watch but more effective this season? Yeah, and, and so, the word effective. Exactly. Is about as exciting. Well, as that's but that's what I'm talking vanilla. about. That's what fo- that's what but the that's not, game has become. Not, I mean, that's why spuds are happy at the moment. You talk, I've, I talk to a spud yeah. supporter now; they're far happier than a goon. Goons are still in the chance of winning the league. Spuds aren't. They've got prayer winning the league, but they're far happier. Even Chelsea supporters are happier than goons because it's kind of comedy of errors. We don't know what we're going, so we kind of just go to the pub, go ah. carefree little twits that we are. So, I'm thinking now because you're new, you're best most emotional game of football that you feel that you know you think that was the one and you think that I love that game you can pick the 2014 FA Cup <laughs> final between Hull and Arsenal well I felt the first half I, I enjoyed very much yeah it was awful I yeah. stopped I watched that I stopped in the, something in the, like ironing or cooking the dinner because I could hear Hull going a new Christmas and then he was pretending to be a Hull supporter, quite disturbed by the revelation that he might not be. So I was going, Jesus Christ, the game might win. Hull, Arsenal typically ruined everybody's fun. I was at the game and I can remember when it went 1-0, we was like, okay, it's early. This will, just, this will just remind us to not mess about. And then the two, and you're like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Are we seriously, am I really going to be gonna sit through this coming out of Wembley? So sad. Trying to get onto happen. a train. It would have been one of those great Surprises. Yeah, everybody wanted to win yeah. from Arsenal, didn't they, at the time? I, and I, but I was compromised even then because I, when because Rob was around and he was and he was seething. I think we, I think that he was watching at home and I was watching in the pub, and I thought I'd go back and watch it at home with him in the second half <laughs> and, and got, got and got paid, your and fault. got paid back. <laughs> it's your fault. That's why <laughs> I went to watch him his, in shed tears and cry. No, no, I answered for you. What was what was your? Uh... I, I mean. I would say it's probably it would probably be an England game. I mean, I always yeah, I right. always remember the 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 England Germany five one mainly because I bought this unfeasibly large TV in the days when TVs weren't flat screens. They were they had they were, they were huge. They, they, you I won't to, understand this deep. They were cathode ray tubes. It was about the size of this table, which I know doesn't work very well on a podcast. Huge, they were not this flat TV. <laughs> and I carried it up I carried it up, up the stairs on my own. Probably this is why I suffered had back trouble for many years after. Plugged it in, got it all working in time to watch that game. So that was, you know, for me, that was a triumph. I mean, we've mentioned it a few times, but there was just something about that game. So when was that? Because I do, I was in a rest. I've said I was at a wedding. I'd say 2004, five, something like that. Yeah, it was Daisy. I'm not sure Rufus was born. No, Rufus was born. Great wedding. 2001. Most 2001. 2001. It was so much like an out of body experience. I think Rufus was born then. It was just one of those things where everything England were doing was working. And obviously, as as somebody who doesn't really invest so much in a club, I get quite excited about England games. So I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed watching all the Euros and the World Cup stuff in the pub. Whereas if you actually support a team, then you spend your whole time kind of being annoyed with with 
with other and supporting and supporting opposition teams because they've got uh, you know a Chelsea player or you know yeah, yeah, Drogba yeah. or they've got um, you know an Arsenal no it's true player. it's true I think England games in particular show my most compassionate side because I'm not a massive England fan largely growing up you couldn't really support a team that had Terry and Lampard in it it would just Fair make enough. you feel dirty yeah, yeah. Yes. probably probably yeah, um, thought they're too good at football what, why would I support so it's just them? like what are you going to do to watch them play you have to go down to your local prison yeah. during Lampard. visiting hours for you Lampard um, <laughs> but when it's a major tournament you, I do get I, I don't personally but I, I really like to see the excitement in sort of people you're passing as they're off to the pub to watch it well that one which was it was before Kennedy, was it? Even businesses. Yeah. You know, you realise how important it is for England to do well because local pubs and what have you. Yeah, have there was yeah. one, I think Daisy's working, so it was probably just before Covid, Daisy working in the Garden Gate and it had all the screens up and of course we therefore we got good tables. The place was rammed. Which competition was that? And England did well. They got close. But they did well, but of course the River actually had to play them were decent until near the end. Of the I feel like that's that when they lost down. against Colombia in the Croatia, Croatia, exactly. They didn't actually have to play England decent until Croatia, and they got knocked yeah. out. But yeah. they got to. I think that was the semis. Yeah. But the buzz was amazing because we were all getting pumped up. Summer, you know. Balls. No, I, I do agree with you actually. And I'm they were not... likable. The, the current and recent incarnation are quite likable players. I mean, you know, most people like Saka. Everybody likes Saka, yeah, right? Saka's even even non-Arsenal fans. Harry Kane, you know, is a, is likable. I think now it, does, it, it goes yeah. back to that character. He does speak thing. when he speaks, though. I mean, well, yes, that is a, that is a Chelsea song. Yes, yes, of course, of course, there's a it goes of back course, to there's the a Chelsea thing, song, though, doesn't it? Because there's Didn't no. Didn't you want to what they were saying? Is there anyone you dislike? No, I mean it's a big word, but is there anyone in, in the current England setup? Yeah, is there someone? No, that you're likes... right. You see, it's interesting. So somebody was saying about. Carragher got really cross this week because when Chelsea played Everton, our hysterical jokes, songs about um, you'll never get a job. Sign and, on, sign on. And the better one, because we're topical, seasonal, very funny, was um, Feed a Scouser, Do They Know It's Christmas Time At All, which they were singing. <laughs> and it's a great song. And apparently, of course, the Everton immediately scored. I said, yeah, it's great that they scored against that stupid Chelsea song. Because, of course, Everton was deadly silent. I forget, it's great seeing, mm. hearing Bruce's scouts action in real in, life. Yeah. Like, we're, um, we're like in bootle. Unmediated. Yes. And, so, and then, apparently, of course, Everton, worthy scouts twat, mm. put up a picture of someone who's donated heavily to the local food bank just to show that they don't care about our poverty show. Apparently, you. that isn't just taking the piss out of a football team. What Chelsea were doing was poverty shaming. Yes. Unbelievable. You go low, we go high, Bruce. <laughs> we go low and high. Yeah. Well, I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> but anyway, you're right. I, no, I do struggle to think of players, because I could list 100 players of the past. It's quite hard, you're right, quite hard to think of the current England team. I feel sorry, I'm like, again, Harry Maguire, I think it's outrageous the way he's been vilified. Not happy with that. I mean, it's very easy to find players you don't like because you just generally have to watch a Newcastle game. But in regards, <laughs> I love to the way you hate Newcastle. <laughs> I've started to take it off. <laughs> Between Grimeras and they just players that go around. Kicking. I think it's that sort of oh, we're so great. It's like when Barcelona put UNICEF on their shirt, mm. tosses straight away. But in the actual England fold, I do feel like I can watch them now. I would say the. 
the person within the mix I like the least is probably Southgate. I find him a little really? bit unadventurous. Were those, were those yeah, quite small? Yeah, he's taken them off now, hasn't he? He just does he? the shirt and tie thing. But well, I think that might be where he's gone wrong. Maybe, uh, maybe when it gets colder. Can I imagine it? Did you wear on. a waistcoat for the Euros at the Gipsy? Was it you? Something no, I didn't. Cool. But I think there was a lot of there was there was that there was that awful. <laughs> That Atomic Kitten song, God, that was... A, when people said, you still turn me on about Gareth, yeah. there's something really creepy about Rich that. Rich got quite angry, surprisingly, about that. He gets angry about a lot, Rich. Rich is furious about, you still turn me on, yeah. about Gareth Southgate. It's also I can't picture him without thinking of the um, Pizza Hut advert. Remember he did the Pizza Hut? Up, he well, was that's like, Jem. No, that's Jem. You're mixing Rich. Rich is... No, I mean Gareth Southgate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not mixing him no, up with South. What did you mean? Jen did, no, Jen did an advert. Wasn't he did, he did it, it was uh, an advert for oh, yes. gambling. Ready to dress up. Yeah. No, it was a fancy league. It was the Suns fancy league. Yeah. And they, yeah. and they wheeled him out and he said, wear this shirt. I like that you linked that with Southgate doing a pizza advert. Because he had the bag on his head, didn't he? Because he missed the penalty. Yes. pizza was making And actually, El Tell, Terry Venable's death, the clip, one of the clips was Southgate ruining what was a 96 dream. England would definitely have won that against Czech Republic or whatever the fuck it was. And Terry Venable probably knows he's going to get sacked for some innocent taking of a bung. Goes up and hugs him and gets yeah. Southgate out of that. So that was really sweet. And then what does Gareth Southgate do? A pizza hut. But he's, but he's now just to raise the tone again. He's he's all, there's this play where he gets impersonated by Joseph Fiennes, re, very very um, called Dear England. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's all about and it's and the whole thing is structured around the trauma of a penalty, and then he's about how getting people to confront your fear of losing, the fear of taking the penalty, the fear of not making it is what's holding you back from winning. And I mean. They didn't really do it in real life. Is the like it's the story is, is better than the reality, but because they yeah, did, they, the idea is that in the end England learned will, to play without fear, but they which didn't. which they All didn't really. All they did against Italy was play with fear. Whereas it's better, it, it works better as a description of the England cricket team who played without fear and won. Yeah, but but um, it's interesting though because that kind of stems from the top. Like if you look at someone like Stokes, who yeah. clearly ignites. You know, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down swinging. Yeah. Whereas with Southgate, I honestly think as much as he got a lot of credit for getting us to the final, I thought he froze yeah. and yes. sent out the players to freeze. Yeah. I think he sort I of agree. understands the theory of that psychology, but he can't but really do it. He can't embody it. I'd never seen South. Uh, I'd never seen Saka play so many sideways passes, and you could tell that was coming from the dressing room, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to just go out and do what yeah, you can do. Run at them because you know, Italy didn't qualify for the next tournament. That's how shite they were. Was that uh, thanks to the mighty North Macedonia? Exactly. Which is, is it North great. Macedonia? I know it is somebody North, is. Yeah. Is it South? No, it is North. Greeks are very upset about that. Omar has something to say about North Macedonia. We cover it. It's flat earth. <laughs> right, gentlemen, have we got anything else to talk about? Steve, well, we successfully not me? really spoken about fantasy football, <laughs> which is actually yes, we quite... we should talk about the Harland injury. <laughs> and the latest today is that Harland might not be as injured as everybody thinks. Uh-oh! So all the people who are who already sold him and brought in somebody else are going to maybe you might regret that. Because people have already done. See, I'm furious, Scott, because I did really badly. Wonder why everyone else done really well. It's because everyone had Haaland as their captain and Salah as their vice captain. Obviously, made them furious. My vice captain, of course, because Salah 
isn't allowed because he is the Antichrist. Well, was it Sterling? Oh, no. Sterling! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all points! So, hang on, how's it going to so much better? It's an old maths thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's 100 times zero? Well, so 100 is still zero. One of the things we also have, which will be a leveller for you, but also a test for people, are they still keeping up with the game? Of course, the Asia Cup is coming up. Mm. The Asia Cup. Yeah. And that's going to be Salah will go off to that. Salah, and Salah, also Wang, Wang and will go, Sun will go. So there's going to be a lot of big players. Yeah, it seems like I'll be fine because they're all point scoring tip players, so I don't have them. Also, the African Cup of Nations, I assume, is in January. Is it? Yeah. It normally is. Um, when it so you have to. But in January, you can wild card on the first. You can, but that's going to be a real test. And I think we'll find that's called in fancy league terms shooting your load, Steve. <laughs> That you shot your last week. early last time. No, last week, apparently doing my triple captain, yeah. shooting my load. Disgusting. Uh, yeah, talk. it was definitely. It was a bit so, rash. Play, was it Luton they were playing? And clearly Luton they were... Uh, no, it wasn't. Fourth, it was no, it wasn't. It was twisted, more twisted than that. It was Tottenham. 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 <laughs> I actually, when I first... Oh, that's not a bad shout. You know you what, yeah. Tottenham's yeah. been high scoring Sh- on both yeah, exactly. sides. When I first saw it, and I thought, actually, there is a second choice centre-back pairing. Bitter, twisted Chelsea logic. Because I can tell you now, in recent years, I've triple captained and not, and not done very well. No. Yeah. well I and and I've, I generally do it when there's a double game week, and I've still not done. Like you'll get, I think one year I can remember, I think someone like Salah limped off after five minutes. And you doubled him. And I doubled him, and it turned out they'd had a, a Champions League game or something that he was conveniently then fit for. Because there will be a there will be a double game week for Haaland at some point if he's missing if he's missing a game week. Well, of course they're presumably. off now, aren't they? Because they're going to be world. Yeah, so they miss they miss the game oh, the week after this, or the, is it this week or the week after? They I think it's the week after that they miss. So what do we do then? We have to get get him off, get all the City players off. Yeah, I think they miss two game weeks. So we have to get rid of them quick. So ideally, I actually didn't realise he might be fit. This would be a good time for him because I think they've got one more game before they go. So if he was injured and then not playing for two games anyway, it's a good time to test. Cash out. Because at the moment, they're very much there's this kind of pick Salah, pick Haaland, you're going to get. Well, didn't a you, good you I mean, as a, as a, to demonstrate that I do sometimes listen to your podcast, you actually, I think last week said, wouldn't it be interesting if Haaland got an injury? Because then people would, wouldn't just be able to default select Haaland. Jesus, you and do you'd that. have to actually listen. <laughs> but the problem with that, the problem with Haaland is that if you, you can't just transfer and bring somebody else in because he's, he, you'd have to restructure everything because he's so much more expensive than all the other players. So it's, um, so or I think to spend the money, it would take quite a while. Yeah, you'd have to do a double transfer really to get your money's worth wouldn't you because if you take him out and put in another player the most expensive other player you can get is Watkins who's eight and a, eight and a half or something so you still got four and a half no can't do that you know, five and a half million to spend and so you'd have to you really want to spend that rather than leave it in the bank yeah Sorry, that was becoming a slightly boring. But let's very quickly. Let's go to my happy um, place. (laughs) Look, let's very quickly have a look at this week's fixtures so that we do earn the tag that we've got next to our podcast that says fantasy football. Um, We don't really need to worry about Chelsea, do we? Sheffield United. Oh, bloody well do. Having blagged my way into the game, deeply suspicious. I know somebody was saying, so yeah, so. What would it t- well, you, I think you were all saying what would it take to have a right in this country. I think Chelsea losing at home to Sheffield United, 
pretty confident, if nothing else, it will mean that Chelsea supporters well, will start punching each other. I'm going to blow my own horn because that's what I like to do in my spare time. <laughs> but as we recorded our last episode, before I even got home, on our last episode, I did say that I'd put money on Van Dyke scoring again. Yes, that's why you said United you think, yeah. because they can't defend set pieces. Yeah. And I didn't even get back off the bus before he scored. He'd scored. Yeah. Um, Liverpool, actually, we haven't even talked because how is saving for Harry Liverpool failed to show again. But I um, furious, absolute panic that City being shined, Arsenal being wobbly. Can, can the country, given what it's been through with COVID, Ukraine war, the kind of Palestine conflict, can we really bear Liverpool winning the league? I mean, that feels like the well, final twist of the knife for the general public. I did say last week, I feel like City and Arsenal were taking the majority of the... You did. Press headlines. There they yeah. are. And I Top think Liverpool will just creep in, Sneak in. do that because they don't have any. You know, they're not blow. I mean, Arnold is suddenly very consistent again, which is always a worry. But they're not. They I mean they're keeping clean sheets now a bit more regularly. And but it's just it's, like the world has gone mad. Of course, this weekend. Could there be anything worse could happen to this country than Liverpool winning the league? Well, Imagine I, them. <laughs> <laughs> just a horrendous. What about the the. The glowing smile from Klopp. The, the, the exactly. Lovely, the lovely, the I suppose that you know that's a good point, Chris. Those <laughs> kids, those kids will probably get some chocolate bars. Did you, did you see him complaining about the Crystal Palace? Being interviewed about the Crystal Palace, which so the the um, the the interviewer said something about. Oh, of course, you know, you've got the um, you've got. He made a joke about about the, the preparation time for Crystal Palace. And he got and he got really he's angry. He's a nasty man. He's, it, I think that I think I'm no, I, I, I saw it then. It he's was, got it was a very a, mess of hang up about the fact that they get the early kickoffs. Yeah, he said after he, Euro. And, and he was also, furious about when it. When he lose, when they're losing, he is really unpleasant. And, and he, I'm not just saying that because he's Liverpool's world, but that does help. Well, the interviewer but said, he, "I'm really, you know, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to be disrespectful." He said, "Well, you just were." <laughs> No, he's a nasty piece of work, which I absolutely believe. And the idea of him, because he is a nasty piece of work, and he's all smiley and joyous when they win. And I makes me physically sick. It really feels quite nauseous. Well, look, Liverpool have uh, United this weekend. Well, that's not going to stop them. So that's right? not going to stop them. Useless. So, <laughs> who, so who would you put in, based on the fixtures? Who would you put yeah, in? Who would you um, if, if you in? If you were going to get rid of... Um, Harland, let's say, because I think a lot of your Halland. a lot of your Harland. It's Harland here. It's not, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> that the, the the Viking. If you're going to get rid of him, um, your regular listeners will will, will so need this Watkins, advice. Watkins, then that would be the thing to do. Because I've already got Watkins and Solanke, so I don't. I, I'm, I'm thinking Have I'm just going to and Salah. Yeah. Well, off the what? top of my head, I, I think because I've got some cheapos in the in the midfield. <laughs> some whole city. <laughs> well, off the top of my head, I, th- I think Watkins used to play for Brentford. Right. And that's who they've got this weekend, so it's always nice to have a player. Yeah. Um, looking at the fixtures, if Haaland was mysteriously injured, I think Solanke, maybe. Bournemouth. Yeah, they're playing, they're playing really well. Right, can I just say, and I don't know how this has happened, but I obviously did spend a good three minutes on something. I've got Solanke in my you team. Do. Yes, I did you know do. how yeah. that happened. Yeah. Obviously, 
Because I was desperately trying to find someone, somewhere, who'd score a fucking goal. He did. He got a hat trick the week before you and I bought him. I think it wasn't that. It wasn't that impressive. He must have been flashing for yeah, everyone. Yeah. Oh, so lengthy. I mean, look, dare I say, Chelsea, Sheffield United. Well, that's what should that, be the obvious. But I, that's the thing. I thought. I thought the obvious thing to do is to, is to sell Haaland, bring in a Chelsea striker for that but game. Then, then you think who? Who do they have one? Yeah. And then, will they because they, if they score any goals, it will be from midfield anyway. No, you're right. I you know exactly. That is the massive issue with Chelsea. Who scored? Who's the top scorer at Chelsea? I think it's still Sterling. And it'll be about four or something like that. And then, and then the other the other option would be Nunes against Man United. There, but then Nunes is going to then play Arsenal fairly soon. I wouldn't want to have. I wouldn't want to be cheering on Nunes against Arsenal. Well, I, I suspect what I most people not believe you're not a whole City supporter. Sorry, the big revelation. This is really move. They'd say with their little. I should imagine most people that have dropped Haaland have just gone for Alvarez. Yeah, but then, but then you're going to have the blank game week, so that would be a bad decision if they've done that. Because that's he's. I mean, my head would say, do go for either Jesus or Alvarez. And what would your heart? My say? heart would say Nunes, just because he's just good you, fun. He's just hilarious, you, isn't he? I mean, I love, Arsenal, at some point you? he's going to get, he's going to score a hat trick, and and it's going to be. But what would your left Arsenal, knee say? What would it say? My left knee would say, go for go for Peter Crouch. <laughs> He's got decent podcasts. Yeah, yeah. he's right. got he's good people. I'd actually take a look. As we're recording, it's Newcastle in the Champions League. Depending on who they pick up front, okay. I think Callum Wilson is actually ready. He's, he's due a game, isn't he? He's he, due a big game. If he's fit again, yeah. and he was starting at full. And actually, that's a good point because as your one job, Steve, you failed with this week. No clean sheets po- uh, podcast Instagram account. Instagram account. I've, I've really tried to abuse Klaus. Klaus, I've done it again, Klopp, Paul, but I'm actually calling Klaus Paul. I'm so confused because Klopp and Klaus are interchangeable. For so on, which, one, which one are you insulting? Well, I'm trying to insult Paul because he looks like Klopp and he said Trippier always scores a load of points. Then I checked and said, yeah, that's great, he does always score a load of points for me. Minus one last week, <laughs> which is Klopp Paul's fault. But I insulted him on Instagram calling him Klaus Paul. In the end, I thought, this is why I don't do social media. I don't even know what I'm doing. I like this sort of back and forth of one. <laughs> just this, you're having an argument with yourself, which definitely sounds like the Chelsea fan in you. <laughs> but he's definitely <laughs> one. I'm doing. They're all to blame. I don't have nothing to do with it. Right. Well, you've got to get Klaus on this, though. No, Klaus. Point. I talked to Klaus. He's off. He's away. He's at off moment, to he? because yeah, yeah. he worries, and he's a conscientious Austrian, so he's worried about his centre because he's not been there for a while. Go there, make sure they're all fed. You know. The sisters and mothers, and you know, all so, but he's back and he's very keen to come on, even though it does transpire he doesn't listen to the pod because he didn't know why he impersonated him. <laughs> what you'll take the piss out of me? He sounds, he sounds absolutely, I mean, it's, mm. he, he's you know, he's, he's back like Christopher Plummer in the sound of music, actually. He's a very debonair, sophisticated <laughs> musician, and <laughs> he is, you fucking idiot, Chris. And he's furious. He's the most the angry fuck? Arsenal supporter you've ever made. And what the fuck is Arteta doing? We sometimes have he's to big... apologise to the people in this pub for Klaus's loudness. He, and it's not just loud, profane. <laughs> but he's definitely, he's really up for it now that he knows. That, that now, because it would be funny, because it would be basically, I can be Klaus and him be Klaus. We want hysterical chat shows. We can't actually tell. I which feel like one that's going to be a week where I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll be Harry. Yeah, I'll be there in ten minutes <laughs> and just don't turn up. Let's just right. give a last update. But Klaus, oh yeah, fixtures. You were doing fixtures, Steve. Uh, 
Oh, were you doing? Were you actually talking about the fixtures? Oh no, I was actually just checking to see if Harry had message. Oh right. To say he was useless, Harry. Harry said he could. Had to be. We've all turned up early, so Harry can make it before his rehearsal because he's playing. I don't know why we're giving him a sound check, but he's playing Palava, playing again at the Good Mixer on Saturday. Well, no, I'm torn actually because it was funny, Chris, wasn't it? You were there for the Dublin Castle. Yeah, but they. But as as Anna said, they need a bit more music. <laughs> I said, missed it. I'm both both in terms of more songs and also maybe music a bit more tunes. But Steve feels that they're a bit too. Punky for him, he's a bit yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you'd like. You'd enjoy it. Yeah, it's a good it's night a out. It's a good night out, yeah. and it's and, and also because they don't have much music, it's quite short. Yeah. You mean that? I like, I like the fact that you're set. the second person to sell me that. That's the. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we call it. Yes. Not least because if it goes over two hours, Rich, I think might swing for me. He's very angry about the length of this podcast. I thought you wanted to make to. <laughs> Push his buttons. <laughs> anyway, Chris. Thank you very much for inviting thanks me. Thanks for being no, a, an honour. <laughs> thanks for coming, you as, as a pro podcaster. Great. And actually, I meant to mention Katie, of course. Is it Katie? Kate, Kate. Kate. Yeah. Kate. What? The only reason we're viral in Vietnam. That's Chris's. Uh, that's Chris's daughter. So. But we'll get yeah. another listen. listen. She might listen to this one. She, yeah. she listens <laughs> on with she listens on with Daisy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> actually two. I think no, there's three. But I think that took a three goes to actually get the right podcast. I think is what happened there. Anyway, well done, everyone. Next week, are we doing it again next week? I mean, are we having a Christmas break? We need to discuss, but we don't have a break pending just yet. So I mean, I'm all right. With when's Harry getting his? Well, it's irrelevant. You know, it turns up anyway. But if Harry is having his teeth done. We will have a substitute fresh off the bench. We will go, well, Paul is a chewing idiot scouser, so we're just getting back in. One, the slight issue we're going to have is, is Arsenal play Brighton at home this weekend and then travel to Anfield, and that could be a week where you're on your own because you go, it could you go, go tragically there? wrong. What, next Wednesday is that? Uh, I, I don't know if it's a midweek game off the top of my head, but it Anfield is just one of those horrible grounds where... Uh, I never get out of there. Coming to meet Harry afterwards well, sounds well, quite painful. One piece of advice. Don't take a stereo or anything of value. Don't put your coat over your chair. Don't talk to anyone. Don't have any cash. What's going to keep my shoulder warm if I don't have a stereo? <laughs> <laughs> next week. A pleasure. Take care.